0: Welcome back. You you you're still listening, are you? Excellent. Uh, while Gav's pouring that, uh, which is the beer for this week, the chocolate beer, which we got from Seattle, Imperial Chocolate Stout, which is uh, from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Yes, I mean, how can you not? Mission to the unknown, chocolate mm. beer. I mean, I just I just mm. think they mesh quite well. Mm. And if it doesn't, screw you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're drinking. So, so this week's an unusual one. For a few yes. reasons. It's a story mm. that lasts one episode. Yes, it, it doesn't exist. Oh, that's not unusual at this stage, mm. is it? No, that's no, not unusual at all. I mean, there are, there are several episodes that are one episode as well. Mm. Especially in the new series. But now... <laughs> uh, on the TV movie... And the Five Doctors. So the only one to have a movie. Well, Five Doctors is an hour and a half. The, that one episode. It wasn't. It was it an hour and a half long episode. And it, and it was fucking better than the Doctor movie. You'll leave the Eighth Doctor alone. Can't wait till we get to that. So, yes, this is, this is one episode that. Well, this is the only Doctor Who episode that doesn't feature the Doctor and his companions and it's not a spin-off do you want to tell everyone about what is known as Mission to the Unknown both literally and figuratively yes Jeff Garvey is laying on the ground in a jungle barely conscious when he wakes up in confusion then he's in agony and then he's smiling is that a gun in his pocket why yes it is he then starts repeating must kill, must kill. Cut to two men, Corey and Lowry, who are repairing their rocket ship in between bickering with, with each other. <laughs> they should do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife appear to be getting closer and they don't sound too friendly. They wonder where Garvey has got to. Oh, I know, it's behind that tree with a gun pointed at you. Corey disappears inside and Garvey lines up his shot. But Corey comes back out, hand-shoots first. He dis- Did, who, who was hand-shooting just out of interest? Uh, is, it, is it gum? No, it's not Gumbo. Gum, it's something like that. It's Greedo! Greedo. Yes. Ch- gumbo he shot in the next movie. Oh <laughs> no. I nearly got it right. I got the first letter right. He discovers a javelin sticking out of Gavi's neck is apparently a thorn from a plant. They both go back inside, leaving Garvey to transform into a Varga. Corey reveals he's from the space security service, and that the Daleks have been inactive in our galaxy for a thousand years, and have been gaining control of 110 planets in the galaxies. There was, however, a Dalek ship sighting recently, and Corey thought the most hostile planet in the galaxy would be a good place to look for one. I don't think I want to go on holiday with this guy. He goes on to explain the Thorn poisons you. Giving you an overwhelming desire to kill, then transforms you into a vagabond. And vagabonds are only found on the Dalek's homeworld, Scarrow. They can't get in touch with a freighter, so they make a rescue beaten. Cut to the Dalek Supreme, dressed all in black, asking for reports. Uh, the emissary of the Seven Planets is arriving as arranged. <laughs> dressed all in black. Yes. <laughs> it was dressed all in black. Is he going to a ballroom dance or something? <laughs> He was dressing up for the occasion, he's got an important meeting, he'd got his suit on. The emissary of the seven planets is arriving as arranged, and he orders the destruction of the rocket ship. Back on the planet, the Varga are closing in, and so are the Daleks. So Corey and Lowry pick up the rescue beacon and leave in time just to see the Daleks destroy their ship. Whilst fleeing, Lowry is stung by a Varga javelin. Meanwhile, the emissary Malfa's ship has arrived and the seven great powers of the outer galaxies form an alliance. And The first target to fall will be Earth. Lowry starts to develop spines, but he hides it from Cory, who returns to say he's just heard the ship make an announcement that they're going to destroy the whole galaxy. Then noticing Lowry's turning into a plant, he shoots him and quickly records an emergency message that the Daleks are planning an attack, but before he can press send, Daleks appear and kill him, and all the Daleks live happily ever after, and Malfa pledges his allegiance to their cause. And that, my friends, is the end of the episode, which I believe is commonly known as, uh... Mission to the Unknown. Uh, well, or Dalek more, Cutaway? More uncommonly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we don't know what it's called. that That's the thing with a lot of these episodes, we don't actually know the title. I think the story might be known as Dalek Cutaway, on the episode known as Mission to the Unknown. But we, I don't know. Oh, I've just tasted that. It's fantastic, it. isn't it? That's like drinking chocolate milkshake, isn't it? I love it. Alcoholic chocolate milkshake. Wow! That's, that's <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> when you were when you were saying that. I took a drink and I, like, <laughs> and I was like, pointing to you, and I was like this is fantastic. Anyway. <clears throat> Let's talk about the characters, or or let's talk about the beer. Yes, I don't what care, did watch. the doctor do this uh, time? <laughs> well, well, William Hartnell is credited on this episode at the end. Is it? It comes up, Doctor, the doc, or Doctor Who, William Hartnell, and then it comes up with the, with the cast who were actually in it. The only person who's come close to that is Marlon Brando, got credited for at the top of at the top of Superman for the ten minutes of fucking movie he was in. I'm sure Samuel L. Jackson's uh, achieved a similar feat in many films. Name six. No. Okay. Name one. No. <laughs> why are you, Why are you dissing Samuel L. Jackson then? <laughs> I'm not. What I'm dissing going? movie creditors. Did they get credited for all the Marvel appearances that they did at the end of the films? No. But he has a no, he in other films. no. He definitely no. He you didn't. You definitely didn't. Yeah, but you definitely didn't know mm. he was in it until you saw it at the end. And then at the end of the Avengers, when he, he when he tried to get himself to join the Avengers, that was a shocking twist. I don't think they showed that one in America, didn't they? They filmed another scene for America, didn't? They? Can I just can I just talk about the beer again? <laughs> <laughs> this is we we'll do this later. Okay, so this core guy—he's the—I think he's the worst secret agent ever. I mean, even he's, he's no James Bond and he's no Agent Coulson from the Marvel movies. I don't think he's that bad. Well, you okay, bad he, he has this plan, right? That mm-hmm. the Daleks are doing something shifty. Yeah. Which they're Daleks. Yeah. Of course they are. So he goes to this planet, Campbell, uh, mm-hmm. or as I like to call it. The planet, Doctor Richard Kemble. Don't hold me, fugitive My God! You're you're witnessing a, a an extravaganza. Yes, yes. He he doesn't tell anyone. No, anyone in the space security service, which is a stupid name, if you ask me. But you are. Well, he he kept his plan secret. He's a great secret agent. This is this was also awesome, my thought yeah. he was either the worst <laughs> or he was the best. There's no way he could be in between. Yeah, I, I'm putting him down for the best secret agent. So he's the best secret agent because he yeah. doesn't tell anyone anything. No. But the whole problem with this is, uh, is 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 no one knows about it now. Yes. <laughs> he's dead. So's any civilian that he's got he's got around him. And no one knows about this terrible threat to Earth and the moon colonies and other places. Alright, he's now the new worst. <laughs> he's, he is the worst. No, I was just saying I, I did like uh, Corey though. I thought, as a character, is it because he rhymes with allegory? No, I, I liked him. He, he did sort of take charge, and he uh, he acted pretty quickly with the situation. Uh, he, he just came up against the Daleks, and the Daleks were too. Young. Yeah, unlike he, he didn't come up <laughs> He didn't come up against the Chase Daleks. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. he, he's come up against the new improved Daleks. I don't think th- I don't think Daleks tea was in the story, mm. but uh, yeah, Speaking of the Daleks, as you mentioned to me earlier while we we're watching it, that scene where they're talking with the ambassador—the yeah, ambassador of Mal—is it Malfa? Mal-, Mal, yes, Malfa. The yeah. ambassador Malfa, yeah. Ambassador Malf is just from hoppy up, days. but yeah, it j- it just turn up and they're going to start the meeting and Malfa says, uh, "We can't." Go ahead with this meeting because there's spies, and God does that scene drag? Are, are you are you speaking normally now, or are you doing an impression of the? Emotion? I was doing an impression of the scene. Oh no, yes, because they, they talk. Re- he talks really slowly, and then he's talking. It's just him and the Daleks talking. And I know, I know, I said this a thousand times already, and we've only done like 16, 17 episodes, but. <laughs> stories anyway if you take if you took out the space in between what they were saying you probably could have had another five minutes in i know but the, the chose to keep talking about the same thing the same again and again pointless and thing over and over again you've got a spy yeah where is it he? is down there are you going to do anything about it <laughs> yes we are what are you going to do about him? What are we going to do about who? That spy. Uh, we, we're going to kill him. Are you sure you're going to kill him? Yes, we've got it taken care of. What are you going to do? We're going to go... Why is this scene here? Stop it. Well, I know... Because it just reminds me, you have people that complain about the Star Wars prequels uh, because they had too much politics and, you know, committees and shit like that. And trade and bars. But, I mean, in this, one, in this episode, you have the Daleks... Forming <laughs> forming alliance political alliances with other other con, con, what planets? Yeah we, yeah, we I don't know what we you call it. There can't be planets though. No. Well, political powers. Space other Spa- space space powers. Space powers. <laughs> <laughs> and then according to Corey, uh one of them is is the was the constellation of Mir. Apparently constellations are areas of space now. The quite big area of space. Well, yeah. I mean, if and they're only a constellation from one particular vantage point in the exactly in the galaxy. And and apparently the space station Mir becomes a constellation. Not only does it leave Earth, it becomes at least two stars. Yes. <laughs> and, and then spreads itself over a wide area, <laughs> which. Which is quite good. So at least NASA's budget gets uh, increased at some point, then. Let's not depress ourselves, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of space things, yeah, uh, the, the, the rocket that they have in Mission to the Unknown, two things. Mm-hmm. There's a Union Jack on it, which is highly unlikely, let's face it. Why not? We'll, we'll probably rule the planet by now. Yeah, again. Did you see build or rule the planet? Rule. Do you really think the UK are going to rule the planet? Again, yes. No. Yes. How? Through science. (laughs) (laughs) Are they even paying anything into science? Yes, we are. You say we like you're making the decisions. (laughs) More than everyone. Well, probably not more than Indians. We're certainly paying some in. I much science a lot in this, home? Huh? Yes. I love the science. But uh, in, in future uh, budgets, uh, we'll put a lot more into science and then we'll rule the world. We'll have the first spaceships, and we'll rule the galaxies. Anyway, back to Doctor Who for the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's also the UN's first appearance, which is quite boring in itself. But when you think of that UNIT was part mm. of the UN until the new series anyway... Uh, th- th- there's not. It it almost passed. Well, in fact, it completely passed me by because. Yeah, I well, didn't the only notice only, that myself. The only the only thing was on the rocket. It actually said UN. Unless that stood for unnatural, I don't know. I was too busy reading space science investigation or whatever else it said. I, don't know. I can't even remember what it said. Or maybe it stood for Uber Nation, and it meant the Germans had won the Second World War. Who knows? it could do the uh, space beacon has a tape recorder yes <laughs> to, uh, mm. to 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 do the sos thing <laughs> yeah you had to press play and record together <laughs> <laughs> you you you've got to fly in a spaceship to another planet and then press play and record together yes also, sometimes mm. it doesn't work. So what you have to do is turn down the volume slightly mm. and maybe fiddle with mm. the leads mm. going in. Into- no, wait, that's that's mm. the spectrum, isn't it? No, that's the no, spectrum in the 80s. You have, you have to put a screwdriver and adjust the tracking. You and your screwdrivers. Mm. That's the doctor. I, I picked it up from him. He's the one with the obsession, not me. I just watch him. But yeah, do you remember that doing? That? Do you remember doing that? With did you ever have a Spectrum computer? Uh, I had a Commodore, a Commod. Oh, you're one of them. Are you? Yeah. You still had to adjust the tracking and everything on that. Did that? Have, did that have a different tape recorder? Did that have? A, was it was separate from the computer. Yes. Yeah. The uh, yeah. I, f- my my first computer was the. Did you not have an Amstrad? Or? Atari first computer. Or something like first that. computer was the Spectrum rubber keys. Uh-huh. After that, I had the Am- after that I had the Amstrad. Uh-huh. But the first computer was the was the Spectrum. Where you had the tape recorder, and it was it was literally fifty fifty whether something would load or not. Uh-huh. And then you, and then if it didn't load, you had to you had to painstakingly <laughs> you had to. Move the volume slightly down or up just yeah. to make sure it will work. Yeah, so all my friends... And are yet t- and yet, and, and yet nowadays... Sorry, Gav. And yet mm. nowadays people whinge about the internet taking two seconds longer than normal. <laughs> yes. Sorry, but 20 years ago we didn't have the internet and also we, we had to... We, you had, we to had to wait to... 20 minutes for a game to load. Yes, <laughs> and you just had to... Yeah, so you also had to use fucking scalpels to move to move volumes up just slightly so that it would fucking load. What were you going to say, sir? But yeah, as I said, all my friends had spectrums, but uh, I ended up with uh, a Commodore, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, did you're better at all? Oh, I, I love my Commodore Commodore sixty four, Yes, yeah. Commodore sixty four, much better than the uh, Spectrum iPhone. But then. Uh, then, my brother, for uh, his birthday, uh, my dad decided to buy him a Commodore so that we both got the same and we couldn't share games and stuff like that. Yeah, like, 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 no, knowing you but, and uh, knowing your brother, this isn't going to happen. But uh, my dad bought him a Commodore C16, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing it's not compatible with the C64. <laughs> and also, it sounds worse. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Which amused me. Uh, yeah, so, the, so, they, so they record the SSOS on a tape recorder, <laughs> which they play in their Commodore sixty four, and they're, they're hoping to get it onto what the freighter that that's orbiting the planet. I think. No, I don't think it's orbiting. I think it's uh, or or at least have the freighter it, it, listening. It's, like it's on the way, and they're going to run. D- they were planning to run d- with it. This is freight- as it was passing. This is freighter XM two. Is that what it was called? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I made sure of that. Because, to me, XM2 sounds like a radio station. Hi there! I'm playing your favorites throughout the night on the station Freighter XM2. And the, uh, first caller is from Barnley. <laughs> and he wants vanilla ice! Ice, ice, baby! Yeah, it, it does quite sound like a. a XM two. There's no way XM two is not a radio station, and you know it's just. you know it's just on. You know this radio station is just on through the hours of one a.m. to six a.m. with with a broken DJ who drinks and smokes and doesn't care about his life anymore. It, I can't help. But just think about the uh Mitchell and Webb sketch of the late night radio DJ as well. Oh, oh on the radio? Oh, they never did it on T V, did they? No, it was just yeah, it was just on the uh, on the <laughs> 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 Yes, Mitchell and Webb fantastic. <laughs> also the original Webb sound is fantastic. Just thought I mentioned that. Yes. If if you've not listened to the sound at all, please do. It's great. It is great. One thing I can say is, 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 is well, this was a Dalek story, wasn't it? Yes. And we haven't really it's talked essen- about the Daleks essentially, yet. Essentially, yeah. Really? So, so I mean, it was one point the Dalek, I mean, this is a reconstruction, so I wasn't really sure entirely what was going on. And there was yeah, a picture it, it, of a Dalek that looked like he had a compass on in his, what? Uh, on his sucker, his extender. I was going to say propeller. A Dalek with the propeller would be fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, honest, honest... I'm not moving fast enough. I see, need a propeller. See, Boom. see what I say now is, is... Blue sky and clouds. A Dalek from far away with propeller coming towards you. While the music of Wagner plays overhead. That would work quite well, because they are apparently Nazis. Yeah, but yeah, I thought he had a compass, mm. which was hilarious because obviously, oh god, I'm lost, and then he gets eaten by a polar bear. Do they ever explain polar bears not lost? No, they don't. Are you sure? Cause I, I, I I'm know. pretty sure it was one of the many threads left unsolved. Anyway, uh, but no, even better. Yeah, wait at the well, actually. So. <laughs> 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 yes, you're right. People would say, well, actually, no, that's completely wrong. Yes, we've had that already. Uh, no, even better than that was they were trying to locate the, the the human crew, of which there were two or three. So they used a seismic detector. Mm-hmm. I, I can see the reasoning. Can you? Well, seismic, seismic detectors. Seismic? Solid. Yeah. The, sort of the the detect vibration and stuff. So possibly people moving and stuff. If they're sensitive enough, they could tell it. But that's not really what a seismic detector does. No, I mean if you're going to detect people moving, you're going to use something that's not a seismic detector. You're going to use something that's maybe scaled down a bit. Mm. A pressure detector. Maybe they should put their ears to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I am listening. listening. I cannot hear. wait there's this train coming Ah! (laughs) I also cannot get up can you get me up please what so a Dalek listening to to mute sound is like a turtle on its back (laughs) they can only do it in pairs which is also the answer to the old Dalek sex question but anyway Varga what we haven't f- talked about... What? <laughs> <laughs> what came first? The Dalek or the egg? Well, this is the question the Dalek. Uh, Dav the, time. Davros. That, that's, that's what... See see, Davros, see see the thing that Davros <laughs> is sitting in. That's just what it's filled with. I'm not going to say what it's filled with. I'm just going to say that's what it's filled with. Uh, Children, do listen to this. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the Varga plants. What's with the Daleks... Yeah, let's not do this live. What's with the... (laughs) (laughs) Apart from the fact it would fucking terrify us. What's with the Varga plants? Uh, Yeah, what's with with, with the Daleks genetically engineering Varga plants? And then there was what, Dalek Invasion of Earth, where they... I think they... Did they create the Slither, Or it was was definitely the, the Black Daleks' pet... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if Vicky somehow turns into a Dalek and then goes back in time and <laughs> becomes the Black Dalek. That might make sense. Uh, yeah, I yeah I can't quite remember exactly what the deal with that one is. But yes. There was probably some sort of genetic manipulation involved. But the Varga. I, guess, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a plant, it's probably the best one to be because you can move about and shit. Mm-hmm. And the pill would be quite good in the Olympics as well. <laughs> That's a bargain. Is is there any kind of plant you'd want to be? Jesus doing? Christ! The size of those thorns. Well, I'm the, the, mm. sorry. They they were big thorns. Yes, it <laughs> was. They weren't javelins, but I get your <laughs> exaggeration. But yeah, it 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 weren't like something you would hardly notice or anything. Yeah, because there was a couple of times someone got, what, stabbed in the hand and then he turned... Oh, it's a giant thorn! The size of my hand. It reminds me of Jaws the Revenge, I believe it was. One of them (laughs) got their arm bitten off by a shark, which he didn't notice for a few seconds. He just sort of was... And then he he looked around. "Ah, My arm's gone! That's not right. (laughs) That's understandable, but Jones 4 is made up for Michael Caine saying the line to Bahama mamas please. Yeah, if you could be any plant what plant would you be? I say you would be a cheese plant. Oh, that'd be nice. I like the idea of being a soul farm as well. Really? I feel like a therapist now, but do tell. just because it's so tall and bright. And- <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be me, don't you? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the oldest tree in the world, just so someone could cut me down due to an administrative mistake. That'd be uh, quite fun. You, you, you get yourself a bit of prestige as well, doing that. Well, that's what I was thinking. I, I, I'm thinking. I'm pushing be dead. I'll, I'd enjoy that. You'd enjoy me being dead? Yeah. Would you really? Yeah, t- I won't have to do this anymore. So. <laughs> Or, yeah. or I can get a new co-host. I think you would get a new co-host. I think mm. you would still do this. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd probably half my viewership. <laughs> so uh, yes, this was this was Verity Lambert. Do you know who she is? Uh, she's, uh, she's a man, producer, guy, person, thing, woman. Yeah, it oh, This was e- her, this evil woman. No, that was the last oh, right, She's the final credit. This is her final credit to the story, but she'd pretty much left at this point. But mm. I, I think we should appreciate... You know, this is, this is Verity Lambert. This is a female producer in the 1960s, and this is Doctor Who, which is still lasting to today. So it's because of her that uh, Doctor Who pretty much is still on today. So I mm. think we should appreciate that. Do you appreciate mm. that? Yes, thank you, Verity. She's dead. I very thank you, Verity. She's dead, but I think we should appreciate that. And are you saying that? Are we talking about the beer now? Yes, let's talk about the amazing beer. That has both stopped us in our tracks. Yes. Is it beer? This is my problem. This is my point. I think it's fantastic beer and I love it. You know, it's like beer and it's chocolatey, but should beer taste like this (laughs) is my point. Yeah, it should be. a taste like the best chocolate milkshake you've ever had. This is a mm-hmm. southern. From, it's from America. When we were in Seattle, yeah, I'm yeah. Sh- we mentioned it a few, uh, well, a couple of episodes ago. But uh, yeah, it, when yeah, we were, it in, is one of the many beers that we brought back. Yes, the yeah. other one we bought back was the bacon one, which was shit. Yes, but this one is fantastic, and I love it so. It's an imperial chocolate stout. Not spelt chocolate in the usual, word, but c h o k l a t and' really i'm i'm not such a great fan of chocolate milkshake as well, but this tastes like the best chocolate milkshake i've ever had yeah it's i like stouts, but normally you know i don't know not 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 really chocolatey stouts, but this is this this yeah it really does in fact, i've just run this out of it really nice <laughs> that's, that's all i have left i've it's gone. I've still got a couple of mouthfuls left, yeah. Uh, what about your your milkshake? Ah, that's the sound of of the companion, so it's time to choose our companion from this episode. This one episode. <laughs> yes. Such a variety of people to choose who, who we we we've disagreed this week. Who would you like to choose? Yeah, personally, I, I, I'd i say Corey. I thought he was a good character. He he reacted quickly to the situation. Was just a space secret agent kind. Yeah. Okay. He yeah, didn't tell anyone where he was. He, he sort of reminded me a little bit of Leela, who we'll come to later. But he acted with a bit more thought. It, I just like I just liked him. He seemed to have everything under control, apart from the being killed by Daleks. Then, <laughs> so you, so you would have liked to see him as a companion for the Doctor, then? Yeah. Would you have out like out to of see all him, the characters that were in there? Yes. Would you like to see him as a companion for the Doctor when he was alive or when he was dead? Because I'm thinking about a weekend of okay. Bernie's thing here. <laughs> <laughs> you could have moved him above the TARDIS. Uh, you know and stuff that would be good, and also it would be a good human shield for the doctor and the companions well it was a bit chubby, as well. <laughs> that's, that's probably that was one w- picture yeah. it's probably why he set off the seismic detectors well, I think that could be why. i I was thinking mm. uh, on originally uh, Dalek obviously well, I mean just because they have a they have a uh Klingon on Star Trek the Next Generation. Why why can't they have a Dalek? Dalek Gertrude or I don't see why not. Dalek Gertrude? It was just the <laughs> a, ne- a random name that came up just then. Although to be fair, if you're gonna have an enemy in the TARDIS, you know, as a companion, mm-hmm. I don't think I would pick a Dalek. How about? Okay. Maybe a no, I've got nothing. I was thinking of some time, maybe. Or a, or a Zygon. I mean, as shown in maybe the recent series. Uh, yeah, that's why, that's why yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah, so, I mean, that. sometimes could be... I mean, he allied himself with the Doctor, to a degree. Indeed. I guess we should do the quotes now. Yeah. Um, so, Gav, I ask, as askingly as I might, yes. what is your quote for this episode? Well, I will answer thusly. This is indeed an historic moment in the history of the universe. We six from the outer galaxies, joining with the power from the solar system, the Daleks! That's your photo, is it? Yeah. That's... To be fair, it's only one episode. I only have one episode, yes. uh, But... (laughs) I did like it, how the screamed. I thought, Daleks. It was better than I performed it then. I, <laughs> well, it was as you would listen. Five <laughs> seconds. ago. Yes, I, I had, uh, I had one, and then I changed it to mm-hmm. this one because. I mean, the Daleks had formed this, what, alliance with mm. seven, six or seven other people? Six other people to make seven. Okay. And one of them was a goat, apparently. Not on TV, but if you listen, he's Ambassador Goat.
1: <laughs>
0: Take it away, Ambassador Goat. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my, that's my quote. Mm. Yes, we didn't have much to work with, but there you go. I'm quite happy with mine. I'm reasonably Do you have any uh, thoughts about (coughs) this episode? Final thoughts. Well, to say the Doctor or the companions weren't in it, I I did enjoy it. It it was it was pretty damn good considering they weren't in it. I actually kind (laughs) of liked the story. It was uh, like a um, it was kind of like a slasher movie. I mean, you had the two, two or three guys on the planet, and then surrounded by villains just the way the story yeah. went for the 25 minutes yeah I, I I'm pos- sure it was Possibly it? at times I spent a bit too long with the guys and just bickering between themselves. They no, could I have done that. something else I'm not I'm not sure I, I think it would have been I, I it would be interested to see what it was like an actual episode well mm. as opposed to mm. here's a bunch of here's a bunch of photos with crappy sound <laughs> yeah decipher this without a Rosetta Stone yeah <laughs> we, this one did actually take quite a few listens to to decipher what yeah, was yeah, actually yeah the soundtrack happening. wasn't as Jesus good Jesus Christ it was a tough one to decipher yes um, so we've got a couple we've got a yes I'm being Swedish now we have a couple of questions a couple of questions yes uh, both are from Jonah yes And they're good questions. Mm. So I should read the first. Okay. Hello. Uh, I was wondering which episode of Doctor Who do you think is the bestest, the worstest, and which moment do you think is the saddest? So far. So far. Are we going so far or are we doing all time? Well, I say so far as in uh, up to the latest episode of the eleventh Doctor. Okay, yes. You mean so far as in all the episodes ever? Yeah. Brilliant. I sh- I, sh- I probably have to go City of Death. So, all the the new series, so to speak, it still isn't as good as City of Death. Uh-huh. Tombek is just awesome in it that. It still isn't and as good as City of Death, as great as, as Stephen Moffat and the Eleventh Doctor is. It's still not as good as City of Death. Is that what you're saying? Stephen, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm fine with it. I mean, it, is it what is it four episode? It's four episodes yeah. in Paris. Yeah, I mean, they're all Doctor Romana. Tom Baker is so Tom Baker, and it's got Romana, my favourite Well, companion. what do you expect? It's written by uh, Douglas Adams. It, it's the script is just so... It's just so witty. And yeah. when I say witty, it's not witty as an inverted commas. It is witty. Ah, uh, and yeah, and as much as I, look, I uh, mean there's Matt Smith currently as the Doctor, and Stephen Moffat, I don't think they've got the best out of each other yet. Uh, my best, I mean, mm-hmm. I did consider a City of Death. I just love Curse of Frederick. Seventh Doctor Ace, Ace, Coming of Age. It's got, it's got a, it's, it's just so fantastic. You've got, you've got, you've got stories linking them with other stories. You've got a fantastic villain for the Doctor to fight. The Doctor, uh, the Seventh Doctor is best. Minip you know, knowing what games he's playing, knowing what to do, but I mean he uh, he even his, he says he can't even play that many games at once. Oh, it's just wonderful. And of course I can't remember that one at time. I know, and this is why I've been criticizing <laughs> you all night. Apparently you can remember time and the rally. Yes. But you can't remember Curse of Fenric. No. Fucking fuck. That's all I can say. Can you it's remember simple. Can you remember Twin Dilemma? The Sixth Doctor one. Of course I can oh, remember the Jesus Twin Dilemma. Christ. You can remember the shit ones, but you can't remember the <laughs> best one ever. Apparently. Yeah, the worst one ever, well... that's rare. At the moment, I don't know. I don't know... Maybe Twin Dilemma? Possibly Web Planet? I'm going with Web Planet. Are you going with Web Planet at the moment? Yeah. I would say Web, Web Planet at the moment. I than Twin dilemma. But at the moment, we're watching things at least two or three times. Mm. When we get through later episodes, we may think they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we have to watch Twin Dilemma three <laughs> times in a week... Yes, twin Dilemma is the new worst. Th- if we have to watch three times <laughs> in a week, we may we may say the same. Saddest. Yes, the saddest moment in Doctor Now, there's a few... And I was struggling to think of some in the original series. Yeah, Although apparently, apparently I will I will point out I was reading on Twitter, uh the editor of Doctor Who magazine, you know, just sees it as one series. He doesn't he he find he find I don't know, he must find it annoying that people call it New Who and Classic mm-hmm. Who. And I can't say I Find it offensive or anything, but or annoying. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just a way of distinguishing between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got the new yeah, series. Problem, the new right? series. Yeah. There are so many emotional moments. The classic series, there aren't as many. I don't feel no. Yeah, I, mean, I, I really can't think of any from classic. And also, classic series is quicker than saying series from nineteen sixty three to nineteen eighty nine. Plus, plus, nineteen ninety six movie, or pre Eighth Doctor, or whatever. Pr- well, pre Doctor. I think classic series yeah, includes yeah. Three, yeah. Uh Yeah. So, right. So I've got a couple of moments from this from the original series. Mm-hmm. There's, I do remember watching Peter Davison regenerate at the end of *Case Founders Only*. Mm-hmm. That that was that was quite sad, and also the end of *Survival*. Which is the end of the series from nineteen sixty three to nineteen eighty nine. That, that's quite sad. Was it? Like, oh, I can't remember. I mean, it was nineteen eighty nine. You were probably well. I didn't watch it at the time, but I've twelve or something at that point. Yes, I watched it a couple, two, three years ago on the last run through of the series. Yeah, but you, but, but you knew yeah. there were more coming after that at that point. Well, yeah. I see why. You, why, you, you like that? I'm going with it. it. Was the end? The moment hadn't been prepared for. But, but the new series. I mean, there's so many. I, I know you've chosen one of them that that uh, that we did. We were emotional about. We did cry at. I cried many times at it. We have cried many times. But, but uh, one of the ones that I want to point out is is uh, the end of Journey's End. Mm-hmm. I believe it is. Uh where well, Donna has her memory erased. Don't think that really affected me that much. Tonight. Really? She, she. I mean, look, even at, her, though look I at her where where she started. I can't it did, remember it. It did affect me. It did. It did because no, look at where that, she started, though. and then she grew so much in that series, and the way she fought so much. Mm. I mean, it was either that or death for her. But the way she fought so much to mm. to, not, to to not retain those memories. Oh, yeah. I get you, yeah. It's, I mean, she was a good character, and she'd done that, and it was all taken away from her, yeah. But I can't really remember that being a standout sort of moment for me. It, it is for me, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's fair. I mean, of the new series myself, besides the main one, I've, I did like, uh, what was it called again? Uh, the Girl Who Waited. Okay, the girl who waited. Yeah. It was and a great you, episode. Yeah. I liked it. I, did think I didn't. didn't. I don't. I didn't like it the way I, other people did. Yeah, I know you didn't. But I, I did like it. Like at the end, when the doctor had to, yeah, sh- shut her off, and the touchdown through the TARDIS window. And mm. I can see where you're coming from. I thought it was quite sad, aren't you? and I mean, the building romance between sort of, them two, and is missed out on most of her life because she's lived there and... How do you think that was quite sad? Well, obviously it was sad, but I didn't... It wasn't that emotional for me. Is that... is that... is that the moment for you? No, it's not the moment. Oh, I know the, it's, I know it's not the moment I, for you. I know. The moment, obviously, has got to be at the end of time. I, I don't disagree with that. Here again, leaving. <laughs> I have cried so much a lot. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. We're both big girls. Christ <laughs> almighty. I mean saying goodbye to Sarah Jane and and, yeah, a, they and prolonged Jean- it and then he was like I don't want to say I no, I don't want to le li- was it I don't want to leave? And then was should Oh God <laughs> Just going by and saying goodbye to all his friends, is just helping him out. God damn, man was in so much pain. Jesus. So, so yes. It was fantastic. So, yeah, thanks, John. <laughs> 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 and so. he's got another question. Yes. Are you waiting for this one? Right. Go. After seeing the Dr. Sonic twig in the last episode, I assume he means the time beller I was wondering what Sonic or laser item you'd carry with you. For example, a Sonic Screwdriver, a Sonic Pen, Atomic Cannon, or a Laser Screwdriver. Have you any mm. ideas? I don't know. The, the Sonic Astral Map? <laughs> <laughs> which which we did see in yeah. the last story. <laughs> yes. I don't think we mentioned it then. I, I have thought of a couple of things. Have you thought mm. of anything? I don't, no, particularly. I, no. I, I thought of Sonic Segway. Doctor could go on oh. a Segway, obviously not over a cliff, that would be bad. But, you know, Segway through time. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. all I have. Uh, about Sonic Bow tie? Sonic uh, Bow tie? I Sonic like that. Fez. What, you're just picking things yeah. from the series now? Yes, I am, yes. What about Sonic Hedgehog? Got nothing to go. Sonic Hedgehog. Uh, I, I think I would. I think I would have. Yeah, you see. Awesome. Oh, it's a reference. You're getting Let's so many references. See. Why are you doing that? Probably a Sonic, a Sonic MP3 player, maybe. Mm. <laughs> it w- it would have to be, wouldn't it? <laughs> do you think? Do you think the Doctor's Sonic screwdriver? Do you think it has an MP3 player on it? It's got to do. If not, it should. If if not, it's mm. just it's just rubbish. What oh, right. about a sonic pen? Sonic pen, you you can almost do with a pen. Do I a sonic calculator? No. No, a sonic pen. I'm going with a sonic pen. Sonic pen? Yeah. Is that your final answer? It's, it's a multi-purpose device. I like it. Sonic pen is my answer. So basically it writes in red, black and blue. Yes, and and it does the sonic things as well. Sonic things as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Sonic paintbrush. No, sonic pen. Yes, we have another question from Bonnie Amend. Amendy, I do apologise. Have we got your name wrong? Bonnie, I can say. Yes, I can say Bonnie. Say Bonnie. Then. Hello, Bonnie. Well done. Uh, hi, Gavs. I really do enjoy your podcast and have a couple of questions for you. Well, thank you. Do you start drinking at the beginning of each podcast, or are you really drunk by then? We generally watch yeah. the episodes. Well, we watch the episodes during the week. Yeah, take behind the curtain, see what we do. Yeah. we watch the episodes during the week, and mm-hmm. then when we record, we what we watch the entire thing again. Whilst drinking. Whilst drinking, and then we record afterwards. So they generally aim for about four or five cans or bottles or whatever unit of drink we're having, mm. and uh, then start recording. Then the magic happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yes, the idea is to be sorry, already slightly drunk by the time we start recording. And with the reconstructions, by the time we watch the thing, or by the time we record, we've probably watched or listened about mm. three times. Mm. And sometimes we're slightly more drunk than other times. Yes. It's just a crazy kind of show where anything can go. And there's a question for you from her. Okay. English Gav. That's me. Yeah. Is your hatred for Barbara merely due to your jealousy of Ian's affections for Barbara? I think it is. Or does it go deeper than that? Keep up the great work? I think that's to me, not you. But yes, the question? Oh, that's for me as well. Yeah. I'm not letting you take that. So you like (coughs) your your work. Keep up the great work then, Gav. Keep up the great work. Yes. And you do. You do like doing work, don't you? Yes. But as, <laughs> as far as Barbara goes, and Ian, I don't I don't think it's jealousy like you, sir. But why don't you like Barbara, then? She's just rubbish. She's not rubbish. She's, she is. She's not. I'm going to... Look, I'm turning to Matt <laughs> this, this is yes this is, <laughs> yes, this is fantastic. Great, great, great argument back and forth. <laughs> she's rubbish. Well, she's had a couple of occasional... Decent moments, but she—I you know, actually quite like Barbara. I wanted her to stay. Let me look at her during the Aztecs. She was, she became a god. She was wanting to take on the entire civilization. <laughs> she did all right in that. She life. did all right. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just go over there and say, "Well done, you," and pat her on the head. But she does a lot of whining and getting people into trouble by just flagrantly spouting where time travelers. Name one time that got the doctor into trouble. Every time. Name one time. On the uh, Mary Celeste. Which they were on for about five minutes. Yeah, but still, it counts. She didn't tell them she was a time traveller. She did. Was she? Yeah. So they just captured her because she was she was a uh, stowaway? No, she said I'm not a stowaway. I'm from the future. All right, so So there, she was already in trouble anyway. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, stop it. So, so Bonnie, I'm afraid that's the best that you're going to get <laughs> from him. And I don't really go for... Well, it depends what you mean by affection for her, Barbara. He, I think they have a very good friendship. <laughs> oh, no, it's more than that. I don't think so. Why not? I have not seen evidence of this in the series. Of course we're not going to have evidence of it in the series. We're not going to have them bonking each other. Well, no, but I've never seen any sort of... Romantic inclination between them both. Well, it was the sixties. People did that in real life. They didn't want it on TV. Friends. No, that's an eighties sitcom you're thinking of. No, it's not. It is. So, if you want to send us questions for yes. Gav to answer like that, <laughs> you can write an email to drunken time at gmail So, out. so that's that's it for this episode. Okay. Yeah. Again, if you want to get in contact with us, with us please go to the website where you also find uh, more of our earlier episodes. last 10 episodes can be found on iTunes. Yes. Please feel free to write our comment. Next time, I'll be doing the Myth Makers. Thank God. Which, yeah, has been deleted as well. Yes. (laughs) Fantastic. So as we enjoy the rest of our beer, I will say to you, soupy twist. Soupy twist. In the next episode, you'll hear English Gav say... My favourite law is the second law of thermodynamics. And you'll hear Irish Gav say... So it's your fault the number of episodes not existing is increasing.